coming to you from the Ecto Cruiserman Studio. Shotgun Dog Fire! Ghostbusters, what do you want? Welcome, boys and girls, to another edition of the Ecto Cruising Podcast. Here I am coming to you from the chilly Ecto Cruise Events Studio. I feel like it's like 20 degrees in here, but I'm trying to stay warm because I got a guest. Let's see if I can do it right. Uh, the star is so bright. How does it go? The stars at night are big and bright, <laughs> deep in the heart of Texas. There you go. See, that's how we go in for it. I do have Alex Spence of the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters, and I figured we'll get a little warm up with the from the a person from the Texas area. So, Alex, you are from the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters, and you drive. What would your Ecto be called? Uh, it's the Ecto 2A. All right. A lot of people like to know, why did you name your Ecto the Ecto 2A? So, you know, real Ghostbusters, you know, they had the Ecto 2, the, the helicopter. And I always like, I was like, oh, I really like that. That's fun. So when I got my Prius, I, I labeled it the Ecto 2 and it died. Um and I was like, well, you know, just like going from the one to the one A, I was like, it's it's an easy transition. Just go from two to two A. And I went from my Prius to my Toyota Corolla. See, that's what I always love to ask about people. It's like, how did they get their names for their Ectos? Because everybody's got a name for their Ecto. So that's why I always like to start off. Another question I like to start off, and it's an easy one. How did you get involved with Ghostbusters? What made you get into Ghostbusting? Like, what what drove you to it? So, I mean, growing up watching Ghostbusters and always having a love for the the prop building side of it, really, like, just like, oh, I love the costume, I love the aesthetic, I love the the technology, and uh, you know, I had an opportunity back in 2019 uh, to start my own chapter. Because uh, I was already dressing up and I was looking and I, I, I was living out in East Texas. And I was like, you know, there's not really a lot of groups out here. Uh, actually, none at all. There was one, but they were inactive. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm 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 going to make my own and I'm going to start doing my own stuff. And it was right. super it was super easy. It was super fast. And uh, I mean, unfortunately, you know, by the time I got things ramped up to start doing anything, the pandemic happened and we transitioned to 3d printing, you know, face mask straps for like hospitals mm -hmm. and nurses and stuff. That was my way, you know, for contribution, at least during that time. Really? Um, so you're part of the yellow rose ghostbusters. Now for the yellow rose ghostbusters, how did you get involved with them? 
So I'm the, the, the president and founding member of the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters. Uh, my Neat. co-founder, uh, Jennifer Tyrus, uh, she founded the group with me. She now lives in New York with my brother. She's part of the New York City Ghostbusters now. Neat. So where are you located in right now? Because I, I did a little snooping and I see you're kind of right in the middle of Dallas and a little bit in between of uh, Austin. Is that where you are? So I'm in Houston. Um, the, the group was founded in the Palestine Tyler area, which is a, about a halfway point for Dallas, Austin, and Houston. Uh, I'm, I'm in South Houston, so I'm closer to Galveston. Okay. I was going to say, with a lot of Ghostbusters, I know with the new Ghostbusters map being released... I was like, I'm trying to like point out where and how and where everybody's at now, which wonderful job by uh, Bob Anderson and company in getting that done. Because I know the original person who did that was amazing and oh, it was yeah. a, such a huge task. So I'm glad that the Bob and uh, Jacob Bartlett got that taken care of. And it's amazing. It's a beautiful work. I'm going to obviously get it framed and put it on in here into the Ecto Cruise uh, events studio here and keep a look at it. So obviously we're going to put that there. Um, another thing that I like to ask is what made you get into an Ectomobile? Why, what, what was the lightning bolt that struck in getting you to get an Ectomobile? So, you know, it was always like, oh yeah, it's the dream. The 59 Cadillac, it was always the dream, but it's like, it's like, you know, you got it. For, for franchising opportunities, you know, um, you know, I was like, you know, not everybody's going to have a 59 Cadillac. I was like, I want to take my car. And so I, I'm really crafty at like, uh, you know, welding. So I, I built and welded my entire rack to dimensions to fit my cars. Uh, and it was just one day I was, I was just looking at some spare tubing I had and I was like, I said, why don't. Hold on. I was like, I just started Yellow Rose Ghostbusters. I was like, you got to have an Ecto. I was like, you, if I'm going to be running around doing all these things, I was like, I got to have something that's going to get some attention. Right. And I just, I got to it. I, I, I built the rack and, and I, of course, I'm never done with it. It's always being upgraded. Something's always being different. You know, I have something's different to it. What makes your Ecto unique? Like, what is your favorite part about your Ecto? my signs i have marquee signs um uh, it's all self-contained it's all powered by a marine battery and solar charged and it has a charging outlet um so it, nothing runs off of my car it's all remote controlled so when i want i can just pull into my shop hook up the the rack and take it right off and i can be good with it i know that's one of my things that i always like to find out is what what's their favorite part? Because ever that's what makes the Ectomobile the Ectomobile is all the gadgets. What do you got? What would you like to add? Because I know one of my favorite parts, and I always wanted to put it on my Ecto was the ghost sniffer. That's the end all be all. Once I figured, once you had the ghost sniffer, that's it. <laughs> the ghost sniffer is definitely like I, I. The thing that kind of really brought it together for me is because I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna kind of model my rack after the uh, the one A because I just loved how loud that rack was it had a ton of lights big old satellite marquee signs 
The marquee signs, honestly, that's my favorite part of my entire rack are those marquee signs is actually having a message going by for whatever event that I'm working on or whatever holidays coming through or, you know, and it, it's uh, um, one of my members, um, Edward Jakovich, he designs all of the stuff on my sign. He's gotten really, really good and really comfortable with, with, um, with designing the sign. I love my signs. That's, that's my favorite part of these signs. I know with a lot of people who have the marquee signs, if it rains, that I've never seen so many people scramble to cover up their marquee signs. Are you one of those people? I did for a while. <laughs> I kept a tarp and bungees in my trunk. And if I was ever out on a job, I just I just call my boss like, hey, dude, you got to go and cover up my rack. Like I can't, you got to cover this up right now. Uh, and then I found out like deep dive into my signs. They're 100% weatherproof. So I was like, I'm I'm good with it. It gives it that worn down, like actually going out and running out and doing the jobs. It makes it look, it doesn't look bad. Like it just definitely doesn't look like, you know, fresh black marquee signs hanging underneath the, an awning. Right. I know like that's all I see is I see like the first thing. Once you hear that thunder, I'm everybody just scatters and cocoa cover. So I'm glad you did your research and saw that it was weatherproof. So you're like, aha, if you hear it, you're good. I still so got maybe, paranoid, you know, you know, I still got paranoid in the beginning. I was like, are these actually weatherproof? Like I still got to cover these things up. And it's, I go fine with it. With it being like a torrential downpour, you're, you're still kind of getting a little, I, you know, I get nervous. But honestly, uh, you know, I live in South Texas. We're prone to, you know, some pretty bad weather. I mean, a tornado just passed through like three days ago. And mm -hmm. it was bad weather. Bad, bad weather. And I was like, as long as it doesn't tear my signs off, I'm not worried about the rain. Like, we're good. So I know that once again, like... My my favorite part is to go sniffer. My wife's ambition. She says the ecto won't be complete until she gets the blue tubing. So this, that one is the tricky one. The pool tubing <laughs> is ridiculous. I did not. I was like, yeah, I got to get the the pool tubing. But once I saw it, like I I cut it and I shaped it and it's all held up nice and magnetized to my car, and I was like. Oh, it, the blue tubing really just ties this whole side of this car. I, and I, then I, I have a clear tube now that comes out of uh, my tank on the back of my rack. And it's a, a clear tube with LEDs in it. And it runs out and it curls with the blue tube and goes into my gas tank. So it looks like I'm charging my gas tank. So it's like that 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 tubing. I don't know what it is about that. That just the tubing. that's just really nice. Mm -hmm. I know with the blue tubing, we try that because everything about before we started making everything about our ecto permanent is everything's got to be removable. That was a part of the agreement. Roof racks got to be removable. Anything is like signs on the car are going to be magnets and all that. So I kid you not, ecto cruise two, we put everything together. We were kind of rushing through. It was ecto cruise two. We were rushing through. We had the blue tubing. We had 3D printed things. And so we put the magnets inside the 3D printed. Uh, yeah, that didn't work out so well. We went to Ecto Cruise, drove it, 
maybe like a mile. All of a sudden, next thing I know, I see the blue tubing just flapping in the wind. And it's like, uh-oh. And then, of course, at least good news is we didn't have to go very far back to get the 3D pieces, but it's now Kaputsky, and now it's like, wham, wham. Yeah. Okay, they do. So there's always a question I like to ask is, with that, is, have you ever had any damage to your ecto? Anything fall off, breakage, or you, you're you just so far, knock on wood, lucky as a duck? <laughs> I've had, uh, outside of someone backing into my ecto, which I don't know how you can back into that car. It's big, it's white, it's got a bunch of stuff going on. Back before I redesigned my sniffer, um, I regular, you know, punch and go... Uh, traffic i stopped and that sniffer popped off its its main um its main pipe came out bounced off the panel of my front of my car hit my bumper no hit sorry hit my hood and hit the road left a dent in that little side panel that's not a dent that i can get out i was able to get the dent out of my hood but that one that's in that little quarter panel that's right between your Mm -hmm. windshield and your door Nope, you ain't getting that out. That's the only damage from my wreck that's been caused to my car. Wow. <laughs> I know there's some there's some things that everybody's got a story about what has happened to their car, whether it was their fault, somebody else's fault. I like to always ask this. I'll ask this question later because it's always like one of my last part of the question, so I'll let you I'll let you marinate on what it could be. But we'll take a short break here in about a couple seconds, and we'll get right back with Alex Spence of the Yellow Ghostbusters. So stick around, folks. After these messages, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. There's a new cereal in the neighborhood with old and ghosts. Marshmallow ghost, fruit flavored oats. Ghostbusters taste great with milk and juice and toast. A nutritious breakfast with the ghost. Ghostbusters! Fruit flavored oats. Ghostbusters! Marshmallow ghost. What are you gonna crunch? Ghostbusters! Calling all Ghostbuster fans, the coolest event of the summer is happening again in the Wisconsin Dells area for the fourth annual Ecto Cruise. Join other Ghostbusters and the Ectomobiles for a fun four-day event. Don't have an Ecto? That's perfectly fine. All Ghostbuster fans are invited for this event. So come join the Ghostbusters fan community for Ecto Cruise 4, June 8th through the 12th, 2023. For more information, visit the Ecto Cruise Facebook page or visit their webpage, www.ectocruise.com. All right, we're back with Alex Spence of the Yellow Ghostbusters. The Yellow Rose Ghostbusters. Jeez, some of these names, they get to be a tongue twister. (laughs) But Alex Spence of the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters is back with us. All right, now we had let you a little moment of, you know, tease here. Is there any good stories about your Ecto, whether it's someone, you know, trying to take a photo of you while you're driving and almost running you off the road, or is there something good while you're parked? Anything like that? I, you know, I, 
so I've got a good story and I've got what I, I would consider a bad story and not so crazy on the bad. So the good story is, um, I had somebody follow me from, cause I was coming home. They followed me and they were taking pictures and they kept getting close. And then I was like, hey, what's this guy doing? And I kind of turned and I was like, all right, I'm going to take a different turn. I'm going to go a different way home. Like I'm going to go, I'm going to go a different way. And he followed me and I was like, all right. Where's and I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked and I saw a gas station. I saw a police officer. I pulled in there and the guy pulled in the gas station behind me and he was like, "Nope, look, look." I'm sorry. I was like, "I'm just trying to get your attention. We have a Halloween car show coming up, dude, and we would really love you to come out. Like, we'll put you right out front." I was like, "Man, there's a way better way for you to do this. Like, my social media is plastered all over my car." You could have just messaged me instead of making me feel like I was I was paranoid, like I was being chased. <laughs> like I was, I was, I was like, oh man, where do I go? I'm gonna take this way. I'm gonna go a different direction. I was like, I, I gotta go. And now it's a good, it's a good guy. Like now I do a bunch of car shows with him because that's what a lot of what I do to get the message out about our franchise is car shows. So now with that guy, mm-hmm. I do a lot of car shows. Right. What's this other story? So I was coming home. It was pretty late. Uh, there was a, a nighttime car show happening. So I was just pulling in to grab something out of my house. And I saw this car following. And I, I went through the light and they got caught at the light. And I turned around and then I turned in, came in, parked, went inside. And I came back out and there were these three people standing outside, like taking pictures of my car. And I was like, I said, like, hey, guys, what's, what's up? And they was like, man, I hope it was okay we followed you home. And I was like, no, that's that's not okay. Um, and and they, I was like, that's, that's, and I was on the phone with my wife, and she was like, did these people follow you because of your car? She was like, I, call me back. I was like, oh, okay, I'll call you back. And when I, and then I was like, I got a little bit closer, and, you know, I told them what was going on. And then the mom, I, yeah, the mom, and then the two kids that were with her, they are probably in their you know, middle teens or something. And she goes, yeah, we all have COVID. And I was like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's you what you're that I'm done. Yeah. I was like, you followed me home. <laughs> and then you admit that all three of you have it and you're trying to get close to me. I was like, you got to go. We got like, that's the only time I've ever been like, we're done. Like we got to go. And I just like got in my mm-hmm. car and like took off. I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> oh my uh... Lord. Man, that 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 is wild. Oh yeah, I was like, like why, why would you, you want? Why would you? Why would you want to admit you have COVID? And all of a sudden, yeah. By the way, I followed you home, and I got COVID. Yeah. Oh man, people people be crazy. If people are crazy, all right. people are crazy. All right. So you you founded the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters. How long have you been a part? How long have you had the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters? Has it been. Around three years, four years. I don't even. I lost track of time. Yeah, four years. All right. I know. It seems like 2019 was like two years ago, and you're like, "What the? Yeah, it's, what it was, happened? Yeah, it was, it was a it was a rough, <laughs> rough three years. <laughs> I feel like knock on wood. We're we're through it now. Um. So, what do you guys? You said you guys do car shows with the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters. Anything else you do with the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters to promote Comic Cons, um, 
parades. Yeah, so we 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 got uh, we do parades. We do Christmas parades. Uh, we're doing Mardi Gras parade this year. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be that's a cool one. Uh, it's a, so I I did the art car parade, which is the largest art car parade in the United States. It's here in Houston. It's put on by Orange Orange something. I can't remember Orange something. Uh, they are the largest art car parade. Dan Aykroyd was actually the grand marshal for the parade one year. Um, and it was Bun B last, not Bun B. Yeah, it was Bun, no? Forgot his name. Uh, but they have like the guy who's supposed to lead the parade. And uh, we did, so we did the art car parade. We just got done doing the the, the big Toys for Tots with all the other franchises. We worked with San Antonio right. and New York City Ghostbusters. Um, we do the walk. I know I was. I I know I was going to be a part of that. I was amped up for it. Unfortunately, things just fell through with us in the end. So you know, next year we're definitely being a part of that for that toy drive. I know that for sure. Oh yeah. Um, but for those who are not, I've never heard of a art car show. What is that? What can you describe that? So the art car show is pretty cool. Like I wouldn't classify my car as an art car, but the other cars that are in there, definitely art cars. These are people that take just, they take their cars or trucks or chassis and make these wild constructions. One was a giant metal skull with fire coming out of its eyes. And it's a bunch of like old dudes up there, like with, like hair metal, just bang, like just having a blast. People riding on these like, like little like silver bullet looking bicycles, and uh, and like just it's just a, a just like a wide array of just wild cars. And then you get some people that just have some nice cars. Like uh, I think it's Bun B. Bun B had a lowrider, and he was with the rest of the Houston like lowrider crew, and it was just a bunch of uh, uh, banged out cars. And then you had, mm-hmm. you know, then you had the Ghostbuster car. <laughs> Wait. I, could, I could visualize this whole thing. And then here comes you where they're like, huh. <laughs> yeah, there was about six or seven of us all, all dressed up, you know, walking. My wife was driving the car with the kids. We were throwing, because at that time you could still go buy Stay Puft marshmallows from Walmart. So I had a bunch. I went to every Walmart I could and bought up everything. And I was tossing out marshmallows to people who were on the side of the road watching. I was like, it's on brand. We're throwing Stay Puft marshmallows. <laughs> Please don't eat them. All right. I was going to say, I still have like four or five uh, bags of Stay Puffs in my, in, my, in my cupboard. And I'm going... I don't know, man. I feel like some days I'm like, I want to crank it open. Oh, what's wrong? It's marshmallows. It's, you know, got to be right. Still got to be right, you know? Yeah, it's fine. So it's safety keep. It's for safety keeping, you know, just in case I'm hungry one day. Yeah, of course. But, uh, I, I, another question I like to ask people is, so is your Ecto a daily driver? Do you keep it for special occasions or? It is a daily driver. Uh, there are some days I'm like, oh, I want to take, I'm going to take the rack off. And then I get an interaction of someone just like taking a video on the highway, like giving me the biggest thumbs up and big old grin on their face. And I'm like, nah, I won't take it off. And I just leave it on. Now, and another question I always like to ask people is, where do you store your ecto? Is it out hanging out in the in the garage? Is it in your garage? Is it hanging out in your driveway? Is it somewhere locked up? It's or? it's got a covered uh, covered parking, uh, like a like an 
like an awning, I guess is what you would call it. Um, and but when I'm at work, unfortunately, it is outside. It's just outside all day. Um, but when it's home, it's it's covered, you know. All right, because I know everybody always says that, and I know in Texas, you guys can pro- you have practically you know sunshine. You're not worried about snow damaging your car. So I always wondered what you guys down there do. So that makes sense, you know. Um. Another one I like to ask people is any good reactions other than the usual snaps, follow you home, <laughs> give you a try to give you COVID. Yeah. Is that pretty much just what happens? No, I've had um I've had a couple uh where they like the the mom approaches me like I'm just like at the store or something and like the mom approaches me and she was like, We my son loves your car. Um, like, would you be able to come out in like for his birthday or something? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Like, I am here for that. Like, we love doing that stuff. And those always make me really happy because, you know, it's it's like, kid, you know, the kid's like five or six. And I was like, and you love Ghostbusters? I was like, that's that's awesome. Like, that's that's so good. Like, and so that's that's the kind of stuff that I live for is those genuine reactions from anyone from five to 55 you know like they just like they see the car and they just they're like oh man you just made my day like and then i turn the music on and they're like oh my god (laughs) you know (laughs) i know i get a few reactions from the older folks like who are in their 70s and their 80s and they're like my grandkids would love you guys and all that can you take a photo with me i'm like hey absolutely you know and then here I am just in my plain clothes. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what they asked me. Like, Oh, can you take a picture with us? And I was like, I'm in my work clothes. Like I'm not even in like a ghostbuster t-shirt. Let's start keeping a ghostbuster shirt in the car for that. I guess so I could be like, hold on, let me swap, let me swap shirts. I was going to say what I always like to do is when we have our car, you know, our car now has the logos permanently attached to my car now. So I always keep a piece of my gear in there just in case. You have those people, whether it's me just throwing out a proton pack or me having the PKE meter or something that's, you know, right there. So in case we do get those reactions, there's always that chance where I could go, Plip, here I am. You know, Instead I do keep a, a PKE layer. meter in my car. Now that you mention that, I keep the goggles and the elbow pads and the PKE meter in the car. But I'm not going to leave I my proton pack. <laughs> I kid you not. For From... We had a Halloween event, and I kept the pack in my in the back seat of my car for the last month and a half, and then I just finally took it out like two weeks ago. So I was like, I'm like, oh man, this is hazardous. I feel like someone's gonna steal a car, and here I got the back, I got the proton pack in the back. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta worry about heat, but just me being the see. <laughs> I get the cold, so it's like if you get. I, I got to worry about my proton pack melting in my car. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you have one of the Hazlab packs or no? I do. I did get a Hazlab pack. I'm, I'm uh, that one, uh, and I st- and I have my built pack uh, that is now mm-hmm. in a semi-retired state. Uh, you know, it'll be used for extra, but yeah, I did. I did get the Haslab. I couldn't, I couldn't pass up on it. Like it was definitely. And here's the thing with my Haslab pack. That sucker is definitely <laughs> being used 
and it's going to keep in the house. And I'm like, considering the fact how long we waited for that thing, how much it costs, I'm like, nope, <laughs> that's my baby. Now I'm going to bring the my old one that is wood made, and I'm going to take that to events, and I'm going to make other people wear it because everybody's like, oh, can I wear that? And I've always been sensitive about it. But now I'm going to let people wear it because I got the HasLab pack. Right. And now I'm making a shirt. And my pack is like 35, 40 pounds. So I'm like, now you guys know how it's going to feel wearing those things and you're going to hate it. <laughs> yeah, mine's about 30 pounds. That's a, that thing gets heavy. You know, eight hours at a con, you're like, oh, man, like your shoulders are all sweaty. And I'm over here hunched over. Yeah. And that's what I always get. I always get people going, why aren't you wearing it more than an hour? I'm like, you try wearing something 40 pounds on your back for an exceptional amount of time. What's going to happen? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not as young as I once was. I'm not a 35-year-old who can run up and down, you know, doing things with those things nowadays. I got to be practical. Now that's what it is with the HasLab. It's perfectly fine. It's a good way. It's a good, and it's, you know, like I'm, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Well, geez, it's almost that time to wrap her up. So how do they get a hold of you, Alex, for the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters? We are YR Ghostbusters across all social media, every medium that you can think about. Twitch, YouTube, TikTok. We actually got a really good following on TikTok. And Snapchat. I was going to say, are you... Are you doing the Megan Trainer thing on TikTok? Please tell me you're not in a pro. You're not wearing your jumpsuit, and here you are doing the Gucci on dance. Oh well, now I'm gonna have to look it up because now that you said it, now I'm interested. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say I've done some trend dances in my proton pack. It's for the views. See there, there you go, right there. I was gonna say, man. I, it seems like every week I mention whenever someone says they got a TikTok account, here I am talking about that dance. So now it's like, oh boy, <laughs> maybe that'll be the running gag for every episode on. There you go. <laughs> from now on, <laughs> until you get one that goes, yes, I have done that. <laughs> yes, I have done that. So next time when we catch up with you on the old Ecto Cruising podcast, you know, we're like, hey, hey, watch this, and I got a million views. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Thanks for the idea, man. <laughs> All right. So is your Ecto on any of the social media sites or is it just the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters? I'm sorry? Uh, is your Ecto on any of the social medias or is it just the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, I don't think I've, yeah, no, it's all on, it's all on Yellow Rose. I've posted it on my personal just because I'm like, oh man, check out this thing I did today on it. <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> I just spent 14 hours. It does one thing now. You know that, but that's oh. that's. I post the ridiculous pictures on there, but everybody, everything, all the other social media gets like the gussied up pictures, like freshly waxed, good angles. You know, in front of a firehouse. You know, like I, they, it gets all the good, pretty pictures. Though everyone else gets to like look at this mess of wires. It makes it go blinky. <laughs> <laughs> I know mine right now is like I'm like I don't want anybody to take photos of our car because it is it's salted down with so much road salt from snow that I'm like I'm just looking at it going oh man I need to take this to a car wash but of course guess what we get tomorrow more snow so <laughs> it's it's 50 degrees here <laughs> uh, you're lucky I get I know. 
I know when you go down there, if any of us come up down there and it's like 50 degrees, we're going to be like, man, this is a heat wave. I'm busting out the shorts. You guys are bringing out the parkas and everything like that. I don't go that far. I'll wear a light jacket. <laughs> if it gets cold enough, the wind's going. I'm close to, you know, we get the, the ocean breeze. I don't know. It's like Galveston's like 45 minutes away. I can't use the the, Gal- the, the ocean breeze as, a, as an excuse. It just gets a little chilly. We went from 80 degrees on Monday to having a class three tornado on Tuesday to sunny skies, 60 on Wednesday to 50 degrees and 40 degrees on Thursday and Friday. We get it all. <laughs> all right. Thank you once again for joining us on the Ecto Cruising podcast there, Alex. You can check them out on the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters. And now we get to do a little plug for ourselves. So if you guys come on down and listen to us on Spotify, you can subscribe and listen to us. We're also on the iTunes, so go ahead and like and subscribe on that as well. Or you can find us on the Ecto Cruising Podcast on Facebook. Hey, we're even there too, so give us a like. Or you can even message us, and we're even looking for more advertisements for the Ghostbusters. So come on down and give us a drop a line and send us a voice message. We're on that too. If you find us on Spotify, give us some feedback. If we're terrible, you let me know. I always like that. If I suck, tell me I suck. Tell me I don't want to hear no more Megan Trainer references. Please, <laughs> anything and everything. We'll always take it. Thank you once again, Alex, for joining us today. We appreciate you. Come back and we'll try to revisit you down the line. I feel like we got the longest podcast today because of you. So I always thank you on that one, Alex. Hey, thank go you. To, go you, man. And thank you, guys. That looks like it's episodes four's a wrap. We'll find our voice in about 42 more episodes. So be ready for that wrap up. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. Once again, like us on the old Facebook at Echo Father, Echo Cruising Podcast. Or you can drop us a line on Spotify or iTunes. We always appreciate that once again. And thank you guys for listening. This is Shotgun Doug Meyer. Stay classy. That wasn't such a chore now, was it? <laughs>